0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. Uh, I'm here with Kyle. Um, we're here to review Meet Joe Black. Well, actually, I tell her, I would not. That's the wrong introduction. Um, good <laughs> start. Um, we're doing, so it's a, it's a side series episode. It's Defend It Yourself. So, so Kyle's here basically to defend Meet Joe Black. It's just a, a few episodes I'm going to do on the side where basically episode, uh, films that people some people absolutely love and then there's a lot of people who kind of just rally against it and just you just can't stand it uh, and i'm going to bring those people who love it and see why they love it and just throw a few questions away. uh but you know me it'll be much more of a chat so welcome kyle do you want to say what podcast you're from uh and just give a bit of a well hello anyway Thanks for
1: joining. Yeah, no, thank you very much for having me. Uh, yes, yeah, so um, I'm one of the hosts on the uh, AV World UK podcast. Um, so uh, it's a bit different from our usual uh, discussion points. So uh, normally we're talking about uh, the world of audio visual solutions. So um, this is a bit of a step out. But uh, I, uh, I I saw your social media post and thought I, I know a film that uh, I've had many a debate with uh, my friends about that can be divisive uh and uh a meet joe black came to mind so um yeah it would be great to great to get into it and have a have a chat through and uh, and see if you can come up with an argument to convince me that it's not one of the best movies out there <laughs> well,
0: I mean it wouldn't be an argument about why it's not the best but it, I mean yeah I could see what they're going for it's it's a bit long it's I mean it it's it's, it very, it's very long. But but to be fair, I think it's it's carried by Sir Anthony Hopkins' performance. He's unbelievable, isn't it? I just wish oh, yeah. uh, Brad Pitt could have, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking with him. Like, I'm not him, but like, it, it, he's quite a charming guy and they don't give him anything to do. It felt a little bit like, do you ever... I hope you didn't see it because I've seen it and it was horrific after earth did you ever watch that like oh smith, yes right yeah it's a bit like what they did to will smith in that like they took all the charm off him and he yeah. was just he was just there um, do you
1: think that they played on the fact that they expected people to know what his general character is like within so i mean this is still this is like 90s when 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 meet joe black came out so uh there was still that sort of naive charm to to brad pitt from from some of his previous movies and i don't know whether they tried to The director just tried to play on that a little bit to, you know, where there's almost an understanding of what you think his character is actually like, and they give you a glimpse of it at the beginning before they're basically killing all of his personality for the next three hours. That
0: that was a bit of a surprise. He's like looking at her wistfully, and I literally said out loud, "Mate, you stood in the middle of a road. Move, move." Then he just gets flipped, like, bashed a bit, and he's done.
1: it's a great scene, though, when, uh, and certainly an exciting start to it. But um, I'm surprised it's not a yeah. meme,
0: because that's a perfect meme for romantic films, because you always have that <laughs> wistful look back, don't they? Um, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, to be fair, though, I mean, I would have liked them in the film to have started to give... Well, I've I'm I'm going to go to spoilers. It's been out since 1998, wherever you go. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, most people who listen to my podcast are younger than that. So, uh, well, according to my analytics anyway um so yeah where have you been so he's essentially becomes death kind of and it's like where where like i would have liked him to get like more emotions you know what i mean so like as the film gets goes on and there's plenty of film for them to do it they could have mm. like started dropping in or like you know a little bit more emotion but they kind of they don't really they just mm, i don't know it's, it's a...
1: yeah i think they played on the fact that that he you know as death uh was uh quite naive to sort of human nature which which is quite an interesting concept really seems as death is supposed to be everywhere and they make it a point of that it's it's everywhere so and the um yeah I, I think it was an interesting play on the on the idea of of death and without it being sort of a a man in a black coat, cloak with a scythe and and instead uh this um you know, handsome young chap who, who no one really knew the backstory of uh who really i i think the acting alongside like you say sir anthony hopkins and um and so the rest of the cast i thought was was some fantastic but um and i really enjoyed the um uh, some of the the sequences where there was lots of sort of silence the the soundtrack i I thoroughly enjoyed i thought it was exceptional all the way through um and really enjoyed some of the some of that the music for it um and i think it lent itself to that where there was these very long silences uh, um where death doesn't say too much or that anybody says too much and i and uh i think for me it's the right runtime length i mean you know i know it puts itself at 3 hours it's up there with like endgame and wolf of wall street and the, like, these uh the Schindler's list these massive epic classics but it it certainly um, i think it was felt the right long time i wasn't sort of staring at my watch while i'm watching it and, and i think it, it it got the message from start to finish it does leave some questions i have to say that um, clearly it's not all answered but it it i enjoyed the method or that they they put on or spin they put on um, having death as a real person and and on earth as if he was seeing things for the first time or experiencing things for the first time like peanut butter or um yeah. you, you know it with
0: americans and peanut butter like i've got a lot of, <laughs> it's like almost more it, it's a battle in, on that kind of between uk and us how many listen it, it, it changes every every other day right so i've got a lot yeah. of americans who listen not a lot but quite a few americans who listen right so i love used to bits but what is the crack with peanut butter? Like it's just such like a like if it was a if this was a film made in England it would have been like a cup of tea. That's how like stereotypical it feels. Whenever they roll out peanut
1: butter for something, mm.
0: um, but no, yeah, it's definitely. If I had to describe this film in one word, it was quirky. Because when I because I jumped into this completely um, fresh, like I didn't Google it, didn't search it, I just. Well, I had to look for it because it didn't have it on Netflix. So I had to go to Amazon. And they <laughs> had it and I was like, yes, play. And then, so it was three hours. Then had to message you saying, yeah, I've, I've not left myself long enough to watch this. Um, <laughs> um, so have you still got it, it
1: on in the background? You're no, it's finished. No, it's that finished. <laughs> finished.
0: I worked out. That's good. I sat that's there good. going, what time? What time would it finish? I literally yeah. finished about three minutes. It was like 7.27 when I finished. Um, yeah, I've even written down, yeah, good music. Um, but I did write down like one of my first one of my first things is what the hell is going on? Because I didn't have a clue. <laughs> like when I, I really liked like it, it's in a very intriguing film. Like it's like something it's not like anything I've ever seen before, really. And especially when Samantha, like um he's Bill Parrish, that's who Anthony yeah. Hopkins plays. Yeah. When he starts to like have like almost the heart attack stuff, and then when his own voice is like saying, Yes, yes, mm. you're like, What what's going on here? Like what, what like what's i was intrigued it had me like yeah i put it on thought, it's a good start it's a great yeah, start when it's
1: very strong yeah yeah very strong i think that like this the cinematic element to it as well like the big cityscape shots and and all of those sorts of things that like really um it does i think it's one of those films that if it come out maybe a bit more recently it probably would have got Acclaimed much more than it that maybe did, um, and it wouldn't maybe wouldn't have got panned quite as much I, because um, I think that there was there's a lot of elements to that that yeah. really are more in line with things that we're more used to in in films these days.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. Actually, I will say that thought about to have taken out the Jamaican accent. There's no way in no. hell. <laughs> there's no way in hell that they got away with that. Now there's yeah. no way in hell that they, that they yes. got away with Brad Pitt doing a Jamaican accent. It no, was quite no. good, I thought, but you know, it uh, wasn't.
1: It wasn't a bad accent, but yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't see that no. nowadays, definitely, quite rightly. But yeah, I, you certainly wouldn't see that.
0: I did like the way that, that like it makes sense for the character. Like it makes sense mm. that he would do that. I mean, then again, I would have liked. Oh, then again, Death's not supposed to have much like knowledge of people, is he? At first yeah, I don't know worked.
1: why, I didn't get that really, why he would have put on an accent when clearly death was embodying this person, why he would need to put on an accent for her when she clearly knew he was death. So <laughs> she could tell that he was death, that was that he was uh, ready to come for her or, or that it wasn't ready yet. So he showed her what though, was waiting for her and gave her that comfort. Yeah. I don't see it necessarily needed him to put an accent on to, no. to get that point across, but... You know, it, it, like you say, a bit quirky, a bit quirky in places. It,
0: it did feel a bit like it feels quite old fashioned in a lot of the sense. It's a lot longer. Hmm. Um, and it feels kind of like a, you know, it's more up there with the kind of the Green Mile type film, you know, the Shawshank films in terms of length. And the, well, the same the guy did, bits.
1: I think the, the audio for this did the Green Mile. I think oh, so there, the same music. Yeah, same. same. Oh, yeah, so, same. So um, you kind of get the same. For, you know, the, the music's still part of the, the the movie experience, isn't it? So yeah. Um yeah, you I think you get that same sort of green mile feel in and, and, and the music thing. It's like listening to any you know, Danny Elfman or Hans Zimmer. you, you yeah. know kind of yeah. what you're getting with, with these big movie music producers.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um so my first not not that I don't usually do questions. That's why I like well, okay. tweeted out earlier saying I'm actually preparing questions, but considering <laughs> this is a defend it yourself episode, I thought um, so we'll just start off with like, can you remember the first time you ever saw meet Joe Black and then the first time anybody ever like said, this is terrible? I know that was two questions, but
1: yeah, no, no. So, um, I, I might, I might sound it. I'm not as, uh, I'm not as uh, old as maybe I sound, but, um, so I think, um, I was probably, I think I was about 11 or 12 when, when this, came out um and i think i remember watching it on vhs it probably wasn't too far after it had come out maybe uh, maybe a year or two like as as was you know in the vhs era you, you didn't have to watch everything immediately but yeah. um you know you could you could watch films a little bit more over time there was less this this panic of consumption that we probably have now and so i don't think I remember i don't remember rushing to the cinema to watch it but definitely watched it on uh, on vhs um and uh, i just remember sort of as a young kid really um enjoying you know probably 12 13 years old you know being right at the right sort of wheelhouse and and sort of enjoying the whole sort of cinematic process. and only sort of after you kind of re-watched it i've watched it several times as I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the film and um as you kind of got older and there's these sort of discussions with friends of films that you think are amazing and you have these chats and you be like, "Oh, Meet Joe Black, what a great film!" And someone else will go, "What a load of rubbish!" You'll be like, "Hang on a minute, wait, 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 wait." And that's probably sort of uh, several years after that, where it's it, it's it's been sort of part of those discussions. You know, like, hang on a minute, it's one of my. I've rewatched that film several times. I thoroughly love it. It's like you know a Saturday, a Sunday afternoon movie of stick it on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, when you're having a heated debate with somebody that's absolutely loves watching yeah. four hours of Doctor Zhivago, <laughs> when like you're and you. So you know, throw in an Anthony Hopkins and and Brad Pitt classic as an alternative. You know, that, that I you know, I'm not in any way saying that this is of the same cinematic quality as as <laughs> Chivago, but certainly there's a discussion for for uh, this being um, you know worth the runtime and 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 uh, having a huge amount of qualities to it.
0: Yeah, no, it, uh, it reminds me. Your story reminds me. Um, this happened to me with a film. Now it's a uh, Laurel and Hardy way out west, 1937. One of Mm. the funniest films. I think it's the funniest film ever made, personally. And I played it for two of my friends who are a year or two older than me. So like 31, yeah. Um, And neither of them laughed. And after 15 minutes, they were like, can we turn it off? And I was like, (laughs) what's the matter with you people? What's the matter with you two? Like, how can you find this funny? Like, you are sick. That was kind of my reaction. And also the same friend. um, Actually, I I might link to this. It's like my first podcast I ever did with my friend. Uh, I played Armageddon, and he got to the end, and he was like, "I didn't like it." I was like, "I was like, what? <laughs> you didn't like it?
1: Like it's it's just
0: stupid, but it's fun." But yeah Yeah, um... it's one of
1: those things because movies are so emotive it becomes subjective because you you feel the emotions differently where we all feel emotions differently so whereas you know the you might feel emotionally charged by watching a film like meet joe black which is about death which is about you know uh death falling in love with somebody and 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 forbidden love and all that sort of stuff there's 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 real emotion in that where it may hit you or touch you on one level then there's others that other people where they just don't feel it they must be you know heartless clearly but they, uh, they don't feel that kind of thing and it's the same for you know comedy i know that i've i've seen um films where i found them absolutely hilarious and other people the same as yourself have gone no, that's just that doesn't that doesn't resonate or comedians or whatever it might be It's i guess it's one of those things that you know we can appreciate uh, ourselves I, I uh, guilty pleasure of mine I absolutely love the pitch perfect movies like I genuinely do love them I love all of the music I love all of those sorts of things but there's plenty of people that think that it's utter bilge so you know <laughs> uh, and, and it's one yeah, of those things
0: Whereas, my <laughs> this, my, uh, my my kind of like guilty pleasures are like the Bridget Jones films don't ask me why right yeah. I have no idea still I, I find them very very watchable and I didn't realise how much I knew at least sp- Particularly the second one, Edge of Reason. I didn't realize how many times I'd seen it. Just to, like stick it on. I'll Love, actually, really like yeah.
1: that film. Oh, you gotta love that. But I, a hundred percent, the thing that I fight with people about. I'm not a massive fan of the Jurassic World movies. Like oh, I love terrible. Films, oh, the shocking! The I shocking. really don't like them. Shocking! And, like, honestly, my family they love them to bits. But <laughs> I'm like nodding at a dinosaur. To me, it just it really it killed like the original stuff. Like oh, the I first know. one and what Spielberg's original. Uh, Jurassic Park film unbelievable fantastic yeah you know, game changing brilliant and now they've milked it with these Jurassic World things with Chris Pratt and yet another film I went ah. to the cinema at the weekend and you know he's in three different movie trailers I mean they're really milking him <laughs> right yeah, yeah. now and he's not I am just I just can't I just can't connect with it and I know that people love it and it's massive and all that sort of stuff but it's just yeah. not for me no
0: that, that's what that's what I like I love about films like I mean, I'm strange. I, I prefer the Lost World. I think the f- I think the first Jurassic Park. Good film. Um, I think the first Jurassic Park is a bit too. It, it takes a long time to get going. It's a lot yes, slower does, than you so. remember. Like when you rewatch it as an adult, you're like, this is really long because it's PG, I think.
1: <laughs> uh, it's a, it was a different world with pgs yeah, back then yeah, yeah. pgs um, back then i mean i've got i've got kids now and they're like "Oh, will stick it on as a pg and you're like hang on a minute yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, this, parental yeah. guidance is very very loose, yeah, very loose yeah. <laughs> um
0: uh pretty graphic i think that's what it stands yeah. for now, they, apart from the beginning bit anyway the dressing about part the beginning bit where like you don't see it happening but that guy the potter Rican worker, i think it gets like killed by the velociraptor yeah. you just hear the noises. Outside of that, I swear it's like an hour and 15 before you see any dinosaurs. It's all set up, and which is, when you're watching it as an adult, it's a great film, but yeah. when you watch it, well, with a bunch of kids, yeah, in that context, they were all sat there bored out of their minds for an hour, and I was thinking,
1: <laughs> this is not... Too fast think, forward. Yeah, because you think <laughs> of
0: Jurassic Park, don't you? And you think of like, you know, what happened to the goat? Where's the goat? And then yeah, like, that's like an hour and 15 minutes in or whatever it is. And it's yeah. easy over and you're thinking this is, I should have put Shrek on. I should have put Shrek on.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I loved Shrek when it first came out. Absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah.
0: But, um, no, yeah. And so, that probably leads us nicely into, um, why do you think the film gets so much stick?
1: Well, I, I think we touched on it to start off with, like, it is a long run time. Three hours is a long time. It's trying, it's trying to be that epic. I, uh, uh, and, and, I don't think it got the right press. Uh, initially, when it came out, we'll probably get to the, the credit. Um, it does love itself a little bit as a film like there are there, there's lots of uh close-ups and, and wistful looks into the distance and like that it plays on the soundtrack and and like real close-ups on the on the uh you know on the characters and on the actors so you know there are there are things where you can sort of recognize it uh, you know we again you know we talk. Brad Pitt's horrific Jamaican, well, not horrific, but you know, maybe slightly appropriate Jamaican accent. Uh, as far and smug face. As far as yeah, there's 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 parts to it where you can you can kind of get why it wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea. But I I don't I don't truly understand why it's one of these films that people will divisively say that is a rubbish. I would never watch that. Or what's a load of build, or turned it off halfway through, or any of these other things that you kind of hear when you know. I think it's got so many elements that make it a fantastic film and much more good than bad. And, and that you know, if you can sit and enjoy the film for what it is and, and enjoy the storyline and, and the, uh, you know, the plot twist or, the, or the, the, the things that happen at the end and how it culminates. And, yeah, it does leave some things slightly unexplained, but I, I just enjoy it for the, what it is as a film and yeah. um, the concept of it no uh, as an idea.
0: You no, know, it reminded me of it reminds me of because i have this with a uh, do you ever see bicentennial man with yes yes 20? oh i absolutely
1: it love yes so do i,
0: I so do i right
1: love that film so
0: this, this film is like the closest to meet joe black yes. i can in my head at the minute i can put together yes. films i've watched and i love bicentennial man right and that's a longie it is yeah that's, that's my friend it's a long film it's like very like this melancholy you know i kind of think mm-hmm. but i love that film Like, and it's not your classic Robin Williams film, so you kind of have to ignore that. Um, and yet, people like people. It's like is one of the worst. Like, well, I don't know if it's one of the worst ones I've but that's kind of the reaction you get when you see it. They have. They have it's they have not the up scene.
1: there with, with. With I think it's when when you look at maybe Robin Williams' body of work, it's not up there with uh, considered to be maybe one of them up there with some of his best. But I, I thoroughly enjoy that from, yeah, from start do. to finish. Yeah, I really enjoy the story. I really enjoy all of it. I think it's emotional. I, like, I absolutely love it, and I and I agree with you. It's. It, I think it was around that sort of same. Time by Man and Meet Your Blackwell all sort of at same, same yeah, sort of I think it's the
0: same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you
1: can you can you can kind of get that and and you, but you look at some of the other films that probably came out in and around the, that late nineties and uh, there's an awful lot of, of huge box office smashes that, that that films like this probably get lost in and, yeah. and it's only people that are sort of get nostalgic for that ninety that past and and mm. films that they maybe enjoyed. Uh, you know, from Blockbuster when you were they were doing three for a ten, uh, or yeah. <laughs> like later on, that you know, the, the or when they came out on the TV and they, you recorded it off the or off BBC, uh, you know, yeah. when you used to record your video, yeah. those those were the days that so, you know you got to watch it.
0: Kids today, right, they'll never know the pain of your dad ringing up from work saying, Take me, Adnor, the bill on Channel Three, right? Yeah, and you accidentally and he, and he got it the next day and he pressed play. And you'd he, come in from school and they'd be like, you, you, you put it on Channel 1? You'd recorded the wrong yeah, channel. Yeah. He'd got like, I don't know. You've got like desperate house, scouse or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know,
0: but uh, no." Yeah.
1: Though they, they, they won't know. They won't ever know the pain of having to record it or recording over something that you want to watch as well. Or somebody else recording over. <laughs> it it no, it's not the wedding, You're all right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, getting those little, those little, like making out the title with those little black letters. You know, the little Oh
1: yeah. Putting the putting the code from the TV times in the P- VCR to record it on time. Yeah. And that Never worked. It absolutely no, no, never worked. No.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, the, the pain of watching like a film and you think you've got it all and then it like cuts off. I've still never seen the end of Papillon. You know the Steve McQueen <laughs> Papillon. Still never
1: seen the end of it. Yeah, it's so they when they put it like you're thinking, oh, I've got a, I've got a, a, a film. It's got like a, 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 v, a VHS that's got um you know, 180 minute runtime. But then they you realise that the film is on ITV or Channel Four and like with the adverts, you've not got most of it. Yeah. You know, get, yeah exactly or exactly. we'll rush it or we'll rush it like oh I wanted to watch this stick it on record I'll record yeah. the ends You've got oh, loads of yeah. half, half finished yeah. films because you go to bed before it's finished oh,
0: but we'll, we'll record
1: yeah. the end for you yeah yeah, yeah I
0: remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get, um, oh yeah it's just, it, was, it reminds you sometimes, like um like because I worked at a lifeguard a few years back during all the lockdowns and stuff and I was working with much younger people like the average mm. age is like 20 right and um, which is like 10 years younger than me. So like it's a big yeah. difference. And um, I, we were talking about films because obviously I love films. Um, and I said something like, um <laughs> made me feel so old. I said, oh, oh you missed a bit of this Why don't you just wind it back? And they said, yeah. why would you say wind it back? And I'm like, because you yeah, kind, the,
1: rewind, yeah, be kind. Rewind, never take your video back yeah. to, to Blockbuster on oh, Rewound,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Nothing oh, worse I mean.
1: than getting it out like, oh, sitting down ready for the pop. Well, hold on, I gotta wait half an hour to rewind it.
0: My Batman and Robin VHS up there that hasn't been touched in decades that's round wound back, so I was, good, I was a good lad in that respect. But yeah. uh, no, it, that speaking of which, with the audio visual stuff, you'll like this next, right? There was <laughs> that bit, and then another bit that made me feel really, really old, right? I don't know how we got into. talked about bluetooth because i was saying isn't it amazing about these headless bluetooth sets and all this because uh, i'm not that up with technology um and then this like 19 year old was like oh yeah well we've always had bluetooth i'm like no no, we haven't like we used, have, <laughs> we used to have some i said we used to have something called infrared and they were like what i was like yeah you'd get like at lunchtime or break time if you wanted like the polyphonic ringtone like what's the polyphonic ringtone go away right and yeah i said like, <laughs> well, you wanted a bit of music you wanted to send mate you'd get your phone and his phone and big knock if you tense and you yeah. hold them together like that like for like 10 sometimes minutes
1: sometimes it'd work yeah?
0: Yeah, and, it and they were like, No, you never really had to do that, did you? And I was like, Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm... five quid for a ringtone. Who doesn't want to pay five quid to have only fools and horses badly played? Bloody, on a, on a... <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember all
0: those in the back of the magazine? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, God, honestly, but uh, yeah, it was um, <laughs> this happened, some math reviews, but yeah, no nostalgia, it, it, yeah. Um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's funny. Isn't it? Yeah, so I was, um, I was looking at some of the actors in this. I love Jake Webber because I've only ever seen him in, I think like *Dawn of the Dead and a few other bits. And he generally plays yeah. quite like a nice character, doesn't he, usually?
1: Yeah, yeah, And He, he's he did just, well.
0: He's just an absolute snake in this one. Uh, as Drew. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: certainly is. So he was, certainly is.
0: I wasn't sure at first if he was like Parrish's son because you know the way he like flies in at the beginning. like, And then obviously it, it, he's going out with his daughter. So I was like, right, well, can't be the son then. Yes, um,
1: next yeah. in command.
0: Yeah, I never bought that either. Like the fact she kept saying i with Drew and I was thinking, who's Drew? Like, because you never see any affection at all.
1: No, um, yes, I think I think the writing was on the wall there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think he's used I think he's used her as like a getting to be closer to her dad. Yeah, to You
1: get that impression, don't you? You yeah. definitely get that impression. You definitely get the feeling that, you know, it's not really love. It's just you know, it's uh, it's like the done thing, high society. I wanna be with the boss's daughter type scenario.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. A whole shallow Howl routine.
1: Yeah. Yes, I <laughs> never forgot a
0: kid. Well, I only rewatched really that recently. I was like, I wondered why everybody was being like really harsh to him. I thought, oh, it's because they think yeah. like, he's going out with her
1: to he's get going at the boss's door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great film. Yeah, movie. I mean, I loved um, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, um, but I loved him um, in uh, some of the other stuff that he's like. What was the program he did? Um, Is it Arrested uh, Development. Is it Arrested Development? He was great. Um... He was in oh, what was the name of uh, the series he did? Larry, um, not Larry. Uh, no, he's been in lots and lots and lots of things. Um, he did. A, he he he's did. When um, we well, played, good, a, played he? a woman, didn't he? He played. Um,
0: oh, um, oh God, yeah, because Ricky Gervais made a joke about
1: it, didn't he? Transparent. That's so it. That was it. Yeah, That's I it. really enjoyed. Yeah, I really enjoyed. I've still I really got to catch that. that. <laughs> really early on in um, in sort of, I thought it was great that that sort of stuff was being, that was kind of, um, it would be considered sort of normal, sort of more mainstream now, but it wasn't really then. It was sort of unique. I think it was like, what would have been 2013, 2014, something like that? It came out. Yeah, something been, like that. So. I'm glad to see more of that sort of stuff on television nowadays, though. I really do. I genuinely think it's like more diversity on TV is really important to spread like the modern message of diversity. I think, you know, I, I really enjoy that on television these days. I'd like to see more of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, I always I always go with the mantra of um, it shouldn't matter. If the quality is there, then it shouldn't matter. Like, oh, yeah, works, yeah. It? Um, my issue comes when they, they go all for one thing and then the story's terrible and you think well if you're going to go for like a message at least make the bloody movie decent as well don't just yes. have like
1: yeah, not yeah. just can't say just be, all
0: this...
1: it can't just be enough to be a message like they've got to have or when, so they, ignore, or when they
0: ignore history because the amount of times you read this is the only bit I'll say I'm not going to get political on it but they, they keep saying about Black Panther right it's the first superhero movie with like a black lead and I'm like blade no nobody is are we just ignoring that are we just like no no that doesn't because that was like 1998 i think the first one well it might even be earlier yeah i mean the cgi is terrible yeah but those are stand-up films like those are great films and he was like headlining loads of films then he did demolition man with stallone he did u.s marshals which was like got the fugitive what's his site would that
1: say that, that Blade saved the MCU. Like it's well documented that Blade as a movie saved the MCU because they'd sold all the rest of the characters off. He was the last, Blade was one of the last remaining characters that they had, and they needed it to be a hit. And the only market that they had to market after a load of shonky, sort of sixties and seventies and eighties sort of superhero movies was the, you know, the the R-rated movie. Uh, uh, Sort of cinema goer, and and it, it was a massive hit. Like great soundtrack, they they marketed the hell out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the music from it, and and right at the right time, and and it you know huge hit. I remember um, being far too young to watch it, and uh, and been desperate to watch Blade, and then you know Blade Two, great Blade Three, not so much terrible, but yeah, Trinity, yeah, yeah, terrible yeah. movie, but you know the the yeah up films. Like, very real young Goose, Ryan Reynolds in
0: it? it as well. Is it a very? It, I think
1: one? it was Blade Two was Brian Reynolds, wasn't it?
0: It was was it? I was it Blade
1: Three. Was it was three?
0: Because this sideline this side yes, for like yes. Ryan Reynolds and the the woman. I can't remember. Yes. of oh, yes. yes. I watched that film. No offense to her. I watched that film, and it's it's gone. Like my brain's just discarded as much as it can.
1: Um, yeah. I just I like I like seeing. You know, we live in a in a real broad. Uh, spectrum of of society these days i like to see you know when like when it's a real message when it's a decent story like i don't think being a story itself isn't good enough for me i like i like to enjoy a film for a film and being experiencing something and to me i don't get offended by whatever that is as long as i'm enjoying whatever the 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 quality of it the production value all of those sorts of things i enjoy all of those parts elements to the film so um yeah I'd like to see more of it uh, and we're seeing some great things happening uh, you know in cinema and movies changing from where they were to where they are now and and huge leap forward in you know more than just CGI I think there's you know there's only so much green screen that we can all stand um you know like I'd like to see some more real real movies i take tell either one of my one of my favorite films of more recent years was that it was 1917 i absolutely loved the single track yeah, yeah. motion camera of that from start to finish and um uh, those sorts of more different ideas to what we've what we're seeing more regularly i I, I enjoy those sorts of i'll
0: uh, i'll give you a recommendation then i don't know if you've seen it already if you have great um it was filmed all in one shot it's called boiling point it's got um, yes
1: See yeah, it. I've seen it. It's fantastic. I would cinema
0: to see it. Okay. Did and I Stephen it.
1: Graham. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really good. What a great actor he is. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm probably similar to yourself. I absolutely consume movies for fun. Like, I am. Um, I, I love, I love cinema. I love films.
0: I do. I'm just. I'm. I'm at the point though where, like, you know, my, my. I'm just kind of. I, I've had too much of superior films. Like, I've had enough of them now. I just want yes. them to just rest them all. They, they should have. They should have had a rest. Especially it's with never going to happen.
1: They are milking. Disney are milking every ounce of energy. I don't the quality is
0: absolutely
1: abysmal. I don't, know, I don't know. I went to see Multiverse of Madness at the weekend and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I like Sam Ramming as, as a director. I think it added yeah. a bit of darkness that it really needed to the MCU. I think it's getting into the next generation um, of that. You know, as we saw sort of like the Potter film as developer through, through as people have grown up, you're kind of seeing that a bit more with the MCU. They are getting a little bit darker. I absolutely love Um, what they're doing with Venom and the Sony side of things and I'd love to see more of those collabs between Marvel and and Sony and some of the characters they've got together Um, I think as it evolves it's it's still, I I enjoyed um, the new Doctor Strange, I think it was a good film, lots of interesting setups for further films and how they're going to title together
0: yeah yeah it's, it's, this is but it's I milking was, it dry so I like gonna, everything, yeah, Star gonna, Wars yeah. or uh, I've never been a Star Wars person but I was going to go I was going to go see it but then I just thought no because I had a friend who went to see it and he said well if you haven't seen WandaVision you haven't seen this and you haven't seen that you won't understand what's going on and I was like well that's yeah. just laziness like you can't and to be fair Liam from Wait What podcast trio he, he will uh he will hate me because for doing this but he, it like he was saying to me well don't go see it i was like yeah well i don't but and i'm clearly <laughs> the minority a lot of people are going to go see them because he yeah. loves them all but at the same time it's like well i don't i loved wonder
1: though i love all those i love the series i love the oh yeah I've you know, no I, series, I thoroughly but... enjoy watching those it's... those things and disney's doing a great job in bringing out better quality of 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 television like it is you know you can shoot consuming so much of this really really high quality production value expensive stuff and we're consuming it so quickly like um, you, you'll blast through a series that's probably cost millions in a couple of days I whereas before you were away. waiting a week to watch at least yeah. to watch a program and it was spread over many well, years
0: well the be one i haven't watched it but they've they're, they're releasing that week to week, are not i just stop that yeah
1: because
0: otherwise uh, yeah, you would, otherwise moving, you would just changing. binge it yeah but the problem the thing is though i i um, yeah, it's a nostalgia thing as well, but at the same like, don't get me wrong, the series, like I think the best TV series we've had in the past ten years was Chernobyl, the HBO one thought it was unbelievable. Really good, really um, good series. But I, I think I think it I don't think it matters how much money like is thrown at something. I can understand with like your background of audiovisual and stuff, it's <laughs> very important the, the production value stuff. Don't get me wrong with it. It is for me, but I watched the a program time,
1: I like I watched a program called Da Vinci's Demons. I don't know if you've seen it. Like I really enjoyed the storyline, the plotline, the acting wasn't too bad, but the production quality was poor, and the CGI and the and, and like you're watching this compared to stand it up against the HBO series, and even at the same time, like anything that's HBO and they've got, it just doesn't stand it. And I can't, I can't engage with the story yeah. when you're like looking at the same piece of set that's painted slightly different, or like the CGIs is appalling. Yeah. Like, it. just it doesn't draw me in as much. And, and I see, that's where yeah. I struggle.
0: See, I'm a bit. I'm almost the other way on. I like I understand, I appreciate that. And to be fair, if it's that bad that it's laughable, then you're like, oh, this yeah. is awful. But I am more likely to forgive bad, C, bad CGI or the bad production values if it means I'm getting a decent story out of it, or if it's like it uses how it's constrained to make it a better film. So like, I, yeah. I don't know, it's one of the classics, but like Jaws with how bad the shot was, so they didn't show it for a yeah. long time. Um, and I know it's. I've tried. I think
1: like But have you watched like um, what's this one on Sky Discovery of Witches, right? It was on. I was on Sky recently. Mm-hmm. I think the last series they shot the same street. Like nearly every single other scene was shot in the same street where they wanted walking up and down this. They finally obviously found this like one medieval street to do a, a, a location. And you think, I think it's just lazy. Like they've not improved. And I know that that's down to the amount of budget that they've got available to do that. And they spend a, probably a fair amount on the CGI of stuff for it. But it doesn't you're like hang on they've been in that same they have trying to call it a different place it's clearly this <laughs>
0: but if that's what your eye is drawn to
1: yeah exactly it's, i'd it's, argue it's the
0: writing's not not the writing's not good enough so like yeah. it's like you say with like how many hundreds of millions like be wan and, and all these things but if the quality is not like you i do not believe for one minute and it there's not many people who, who have seen all the original star wars and then like the prequels and then the new ones who will be holding up the the new ones in 20 30 40 years like they do the old ones i just don't think yeah. that's gonna happen but if you look back at like the first one especially and you hope for like production values because i'm literally i'm i'm working my way through them for the first time people will hmm. forgive that i think because the stories the characters are so good whereas now yeah they've got loads of money yeah it looks dead good it's really flashy but it's soulless i'm not saying star Wars. So i haven't seen any yeah. yeah. i just mean I think like, and I'm not saying it's, I mean, of course you, you want a bit, you want the best of both worlds, don't you? Um, but I think it's sometimes gets a bit too much like style over substance. It's like my best example of this. And it pains me to say it because he's one of the only directors doing real life practical stuff was like Nolan's Tenet. Like that yeah. was such a disappointment because there was just yeah, nothing behind it. Which... And it was just like, oh, and I remember especially I think as
1: Nolan. It, I think Nolan got inverted up his own backside at, oh, during that film. Like you really, to say,
0: yeah. Someone need to say um Chris, just read it a bit, mate. Like you've done really well so far, but like just I
1: loved back. Inception and, I and Interstellar. I loved the soundtrack probably as much as I love the film for Interstellar. Yeah, so I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and they're still they're quite difficult films to sort of follow along, but yeah, it tenet just a step too far yeah just really self-indulgent and i didn't find it that engaging as a storyline well when the protagonist
0: is called the protagonist and don't get me wrong right i always get it wrong is it john david irving no whatever i can't remember he's denzel washington son isn't he is it david Mm. john irving Uh, whatever um i never get it right Uh, he was great (laughs) He he gave a decent. And really also, op- Robert Pattinson stole that film for me. Like, if that's mm. not Pattinson's Bond audition, I don't know what is. He was smooth. Oh, uh, Pattinson's not
1: being. He's Pattinson's been. not the next Bond. There's no well,
0: way. Well, to be fair, I don't think it will be a new one. But that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, which is why I was so disappointed. Uh, it's well documented, people. Uh, I didn't like the new Batman film. Um, and also, really? Um, yeah, no, not for me. Oh my goodness, I me.
1: absolutely loved it.
0: Not for me. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I did. Um, it, the fact it didn't show him as like, and I got it probably wouldn't have fit with the tone of the film, but the fact that they didn't have, they didn't like trade upon Pattinson's like suaveness to have him as, you know, like the... I thoroughly with the
1: fact that they didn't like play on the fact that and come from being Mr. Sparkles uh, in the Twilight Saga <laughs> as a sparkly vampire, and that they they've managed to, they mostly they just you know really disassociate that. I loved the darkness of it. I thought it was great compared to like in if you're looking at a you know DC sort of um, uh, world where you the Joker, what a phenomenal film, and then the Batman sort of to follow that in that sort of sphere of real dark gritty. It, they're not trying to. They're not trying to make it crash power wallop you know bing bang, you know, all of that sort of stuff really trying to give it some grit and and yeah. and i enjoyed it as an origin like it's not really an origin story like the the, it's like the know, true like batman a real it, yeah. real batman like I, I, as gotham city city it's just an absolute dump yeah oh
0: yeah it was just oh it was absolute hovel yeah i yeah. thought that side of it was great and it was uh, I, know,
1: I know i absolutely loved the dark knight trilogy um the first two uh, the third one, yeah. well, see, <laughs> most I did, of it. I see, I quite most the game, of but... it, most of it. But um, you know, certainly everyone, I think, universally loved the Dark Knight, but I think it just gave it a different edge. It's a, and a story that's been redone so many yeah, times to so redo f- it in that way.
0: I just, I, it's funny. I think, um, I think that I think the Joker was good, but I do think it's overrated. I thought the performance of Joker is good, but overall, yeah. as a film, I do think, I do think it's good film. I don't think it's a great. Yeah. Film, that's just me. But yeah, then the yeah. Batman, I thought, the first time I saw it, I didn't mind it. Uh, I thought it was very long. far too... And after just watching Meet Joe Black, right, Meet Joe Black makes a better case for how long it is <laughs> than the Batman did. The Batman <laughs> yeah. was so self-indulgent and like traded on the fact that you needed to know these characters. like. And then you had characters that, like, the best person in the whole film for me was Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Unbelievable. Every time he came on, yeah. you laughed, you loved it. He was brilliant. He wasn't on screen for very long. He was, he was underused. Andy Serkis yeah. as, as Alfred, underused. Catwoman, yep. uh, superfluous, didn't need to be there. She did the best of what she had, but the yeah. whole Starryland romance... No, get rid of it. Um, it, it would be Ridd- a lot better. Riddler I played
1: didn't... the same character he plays in every single film. I get that, but... It's... <laughs> well, R- Riddler,
0: Riddler was... Yeah, Riddler was... Uh,
1: what's, his, um, what's his name, the guy that plays Paul Riddler? Dan- Paul Dano. I don't, yeah. I don't think he plays a different character. Like, he, he plays that sadistic sort of... He wasn't great. bit I'm looking forward to seeing how they evolve it because clearly Joker's coming into it. They know they're going to do a penguin spin off. There's there's a lot of like focus oh, into that's what like I mean. that, so
0: So this, this the problem is like so they try... got to
1: make money from these from these I know but just... they've not made money off of it for such a long time in like Dark Knight came out a long time ago now. 20, 10 years? 10 years. Yeah, Warner Brothers can't survive yeah. without... Make
0: something sure you know, else. Why did they have to... Why did they have I to know, make... I know, people, there got I'm clearly an appetite for I'm, it. I know. Yeah. But why, why Aquaman was shite. Why did they have, um, have to... Yeah, but why did they have... Do something sure else? Like, maybe people are getting to the point where you they can't... Know, like,
1: Snyder Cut was a waste of time. Um, You I know, know I, any of those... I, I didn't uh, even suicide bother squad with, rubbish. Didn't even bother with... Suicide Squad rubbish. Snyder Cut rubbish. All of those other films they brought out. That's a build, really. Most of them, so
0: just just get Harry Potter
1: can only be milked for so long.
0: (laughs) No, don't don't get me started on the Fantastic (laughs) Beast, terrible. Um, but yeah, it's just move on to something else. Like, so we're just to and it's like to to link it in with Meet Joe Black, right? Films Mm. like Meet Joe Black, the Bicentennial Man, and all those stuff like that aren't being made. Films that are not being made now because cinemas are so stuffed with superheroes, superhero spin offs. There's been superhero origin stories, villain yeah. heart origin stories, the TV's all full of it now. Um, yep. and I, I just, I'm one of these people, like, and even people who like love it, like, you clearly are a lot more passionate about the superhero stuff than I am, like, like the films, DC, Marvel. Like, I'm just thinking, we've just had too much. Like, and I I kept up with kind of up until about what was the what was the, Jesus, uh, the, like the uh, end game, right? And after that, mm. I thought, right, chill out, let it breathe. But obviously, it's not about. That it's about money, money, mm. but it's all they're destroying that much stuff at the wall. And now the problem is, most of it's not sticking. You're getting absolute clangers like Morbius, uh, the like Venom yeah. 2 didn't do particularly well. Uh, I just like, love Venom
1: as a character, what was, <laughs> yeah.
0: What was the other one? Um, yeah, uh, oh geez, hang on, uh, that terrible one that I can't even remember the name of. That they're all a group of people in out Game of Thrones, isn't it?
1: Um, oh, Eternals. Eternals.
0: Like oh. all these, they just just oh, throw, throw it all out there, throw it all out there.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and it's like, just just like, and it makes you wonder these films, like out of the way, these kind of more independent films or films like this that are a little bit different that might actually give you a nice message or give you an, a lovely story. Like where They're going to they- end
1: up, unfortunately, they're going to end up as the, you know, people who watch this also watch this on Netflix or on Prime. They're not going to get the same sort of, Uh, the problem if you go to the cinema now it's 60 quid for three of you or four you know uh, it's nearly 100 quid for four of you to go to the cinema with popcorn and everything else right you're not going there to watch something that you could be comfortably watching this in the comfort of your own living room. So to get that, put you know, and that's why they're charging 20 quid now on Sky Premier or Disney Premier and they're bringing it out just after. So the things that Disney are going to produce are going to be these big budget, big production things that they know yeah. they can actually get their money back on. They're not going to take risks on some of the smaller yeah. films, you know. Things that, the films that, you know, came like Meet Joe Black or, or like say Bison Man or any of these other films that, that are, are not going to be um uh, there's 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 been a real gulf in in those all things that they would bring out on the cinema. Now obviously clearly we've had two years of pandemic or three, or three years where they've not been able to shoot maybe some of the smaller independent films and not had the budget to be able to do it. So we, there's a hope there's probably a hope that there'll be a catch-up over the next few years, but I still can see it's a long time to come back to you know films like this or um you know some of the other um things like um what was it when i watched the other day for again um it was really good there will be blood what a fantastic you know a really good film um with yeah. um daniel uh, day lewis daniel, daniel you know great film um you know those films like that you brought that out now that's going in the that's not going to be you're not going to be rushing to the cinema to watch that unbelievable cinematic quality you know all of those sorts of everything going for it but you never you're not rushing to cinema. you're not going to rush to the cinema to see meet joe black or bicentennial or, man or any of these sort yeah. of films it's going to but it's got to be big dinosaurs it's got to be superheroes it's got to be you know disney or marvel or yeah maybe, maybe, it, You're says, not maybe
0: it says more about us than it does about but then if that's all the studios are going to give us then it's like uh my podcast with sarah from weird horizon i actually sat and went through on my phone like my local cinema listings uh and how short how few film like do you remember when we like I know yeah. you're, you're a bit older than I'm not by much, but, but like when when we were younger, like they'd be like you'd go in and there'd be at least like eight, nine different films on. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like four yeah. or five if you're looking. Yeah. And how short are they in cinemas for? Like I I turn I, ter- yeah. I turn around and go, oh, I should really catch that in cinemas. So on. like Jackass Forever, I turned around and went. I really it's on Netflix already. Uh, the 4.5 one is. I don't think it's, well, maybe four is. I haven't looked. But yeah, like oh my god, it's it's on. Or, like it's gone already. And you think. No yeah. good chance. Like, um, I do think that going back to like nostalgia and stuff earlier. Like, I think the fact that things are coming out so quick, it's not helping quality. It's not helping quality. Co- I think that's why there's there's such a big push on the message of things, and mm. uh, and and then that kind of thing because they know there's, there's the, the quality is so poor. Like, or, or not on yeah. everything. I don't know. I'm generalizing and being a bit wingy. But it's just I, <laughs> I just want like because I'm I'm such a film lover and I'm not saying like people who love the superhero films, like um live your best life. Like you if you love that stuff and some Gobby Northerners' opinion is not gonna mean Jack, and nor should it, <laughs> um, nor should it at all. But I just it just like I've got films to watch like uh on my watch list that are just some great films, and you think, like what's what what's happened, like why I love cinema as well. I think. I don't believe in the whole like not streaming, but I don't believe in putting films direct to streaming. I think yeah. that's but like you said, they're not taking risks. Look at look at Disney remaking remaking their old films that they're not even that old well. Maybe 30 years old. But I
1: mean I I'm I'm probably a bit like I loved um I love the Baz Luhrmann um films. I love like the um Raymond Juliet, I, I loved Moon and Rouge, all that sort of thing. Now, obviously they're bringing out this big production Elvis film. Yes. Right now. And I guarantee you that it doesn't get to do well at the box office right. because people are going to go and watch Jurassic World or they're going to if they're going to spend their hundred quid of them that month, they're not rushing to go and see Elvis, they'll wait yeah. for Elvis to come out on the television. It's not going to do well because it costs too much money. There's not enough money for everybody right now. So they're not going to pay. They're going to be a very, very limited amount of people that are going to go and pay to watch it. Even though it's probably going to be a fantastic film because Buzz mm-hmm. Lerman's great. It's about Elvis. It's got Tom Hanks. There's a lot to the going yeah. good for it. I guarantee you that it's going to be one of these films that doesn't do as well at the box office as it will do when it goes on to Sky Premiere or anything yeah. else that it goes on, that people will wait and watch it at home.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 well, yeah, I don't, I do the same thing. If I see a film and I mm. think, well, I'll wait, I'll wait and
1: watch it. You'll, you'll, you'll make a conscious choice and you'll want to go and see something that you was going to give you that big production value. like a a superhero film or a dinosaur movie or something that's going to be like, wow, amazing on the big screen compared to, you know, look at some of the other films that have come out recently, like this Elvis film or, or, um, you know, even the Downton Abbey movie, right? absolute flop at the cinema because no one's paying to go and watch downtown at the cinema make, when its they watch back, make
0: its money back on the stream hundred percent it will
1: hundred percent it will dvd sales or streaming or whatever but it's it's not going to be one that people are going to if they're going to make a conscious choice to spend 100 quid they aren't spending it on that
0: yeah well it's funny isn't it because even going back through cinema history um some of the biggest flop like some of the biggest like shawshank redemption oh yeah, yeah it, famous, flop. It, scraped, famous it flop it scraped its money back i think it made for 30 million got 30 million back so probably lost mm. Uh, One of the best you, films
1: ever made now, well, yeah, recognized as.
0: Yeah, go back to uh, even further to like what well, uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," massive mm. flop, um, and then you just some films got rediscovered, you know, um, through like DVD sales and stuff like that, rented, and people thought, "Oh, what? Like, what's yeah. happening here?" So, yeah, it's. Um,
1: well, I hope Meet Joe Black is one of those films when people start watching it again, then people get to appreciate it, enjoy it for the three hours of majesty that is. <laughs> oh, they'll just. Or they'll Brad just, Pitt and Nancy Hopkins.
0: Or, or strapping uh, strap Cal for just a deluge of. Yeah. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> to be fair, they're probably, probably more annoyed at me and my superior opinions again. But um, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, um, see, the thing is, though, like, I'm fickle like the jurassic world i'm like oh i don't like it but they've got a new few people in it but even then i'm like no it's, it's-
1: not new they're all the same cast they're know, just rebooting the old cast i
0: know but i did why why i could just watch the first i could just watch jurassic world one or the lost world i don't have to uh, sorry like any- sorry sorry jurassic park jesus that was yeah it's I was just insane. like
1: it's- watching um the uh last three new newest star wars, star wars films you just go watch, watch the first one it's uh yeah'
0: kill one it? <laughs> yeah it's
1: uh yeah they're um they're running out of ideas and it'd be good to see some more interesting stuff come through i would i would enjoy that hopefully fingers crossed there's gonna be some more i am you know some of the films i get suckered into i love like, i'm really looking forward to pinocchio coming out later on this year genuinely and seeing Tom Hanks as, uh, as Geppetto, and I love yes, that as a yeah, movie as a kid see, yeah. and like the live action remake of that I'm really looking forward to that I do like some of those things that Disney do um there's some of the them um, the remakes and reboots of these these old films that you know nostalgic and loved as a kid yeah I um, might see like probably it, lost yeah, a little so. bit of yeah if, I mean they, the, 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 the music's still great but it's probably this the production quality's probably lost a little bit so then reboot it and do it properly I enjoy yeah. that
0: yeah they didn't have any expression that was the only thing with the lion king like yeah you watched like you watch that bit where like the dad you know mufasa dies and like you're sobbing and then you watch the newer one and because it they look photorealistic look you know, like a real, cat, yeah. a real lion yeah real lion there's just a lion there, just like trying to wake another one and you're like dead it's lost yeah it's lost something. sorry
1: spoiler alert sorry but, uh, where have you been? <laughs> but it's
0: like it, it lost something you know um what was the other big one dumbo didn't it?
1: Dumbo, yeah, I'm didn't missing, land I'm as
0: missing, much. No, I'm missing one. They've done yeah, one. That's
1: because they gave Dumbo to um, what's his name? Uh, Dumbo was um,
0: uh, um, um somebody. Yes, that person, but I can't remember who it was Eleanor
1: Bonacarta's husband. Um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. That was it. Yeah. Are
0: they still married? Are you sure?
1: Uh, well, I uh, don't know. Uh, don't know whether they're married or not, but they certainly ah. were together for a long time, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sleepy Hollow's is a hell of a film, though.
1: Sleepy Hollow is a quality film. Yeah.
0: That's so do you know what for films that you say, have you seen that? And they go, No, what is it? And you're like, what? Oh,
1: it's a brilliant film. I love uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. What was do the one where... It well? was... It's you know
0: it's got in it? Johnny it's got, Depp. um yes, as well, but it's got uh, um,
1: Richie or whatever her name is
0: Christy. Uh Christy Richie, yeah, yeah, out of Adam's family. Richie. And it's got um it's also got the guy out of Starship Troopers, the main guy in that Casper Van Diem or whatever his name is, I can never remember his name. Is
1: he in it?
0: Yeah, do you know who he plays? He plays Bronn, her suitor, the one who gets slashed in half. Really? On the bridge, that that's him out of Starship <laughs> Troopers. I swear to God, yeah,
1: yeah. That that's another film that gets panned. I love Starship. Oh triggers. yeah, i watched I've, that yeah. film about thirty times.
0: That was like the fourth or fifth film I ever reviewed. Um, I I loved it. And that's got him, uh, the guy out of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, Pat- Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, thank you. I'm mind blagging today, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So any? Um, well, I'm done with my question. You any last like? Defend any more defending you want to do the film? Or?
1: No, I th- you know I think I've, I've waxed lyrical about um, about it. I, I've I've I thoroughly enjoyed watching it, and I, I will definitely watch it again several times. I think that if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I think you should definitely give it a go. Um, I think it's got a great message all the way through. It cinematic qualities, brilliant the production qualities, brilliant. If you don't, if you like Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, um, you can't go wrong really. Strap in uh sunday afternoon movie yeah give yourself some time to enjoy it and, and drink it in because um yeah i think you'll be pleasantly surprised by it by the end of it as long as you enjoy it for what it is
0: yeah and what and what a firework scene at the end that was, she, amazing she, that, i mean that that got daughter f- went he's all got out, a few quid isn't yeah, he? yeah he's got a few quid hasn't he? Yeah, that daughter went all out for
1: that party didn't she oh she certainly did Yeah. oh yeah yeah
0: yeah oh yeah do you know what she was out of as well Like, because i thought um claire fellani plays like the mate susan parish who he mm. falls in love with, or death or whatever. And then Marsha, uh, what is her name? Gay Handen, I think I've written mm. down. Or Harden, I can never remember. She plays the other daughter, like the, the more neurotic one who's like organising all the yeah. parties and everything. Um, and I was thinking, what is she out of? What is she out of? I was doing my head in. And I have just remember, she's at Flubber with Robert. She did that uh like a few years before. I was yeah. doing my head in. I was like, what is she out of? And then I got it. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: That wasn't quite as good to Flubber.
0: <laughs> no it was uh, yeah it was a, it was a strange one wasn't it
1: yes that's been, a very yeah, that's a, a very young a Will,
0: or not a very young Will Wheaton's in that as well oh. uh,
1: That was a bit of a weird one I never really sort of yeah I never really got into that one
0: it was yeah it felt a bit there was a lot of like animosity it was at
1: the same same sort of time as like Nutty Professor and that sort of oh, those that sorts of movies I that I, yeah Sorry, I think it sort of got lost in the yeah that the Maya. Kind of, yeah but yeah, yes. but, uh, so yeah, that's it, really. Um, you know, get a bit of a watch. I think you'll enjoy it.
0: Spot on. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining me, Carl. Do you want to? Um, so this is the, um, what was it? Somebody called it the shameless plug part of the uh, part of the episode. <laughs> As yeah, <laughs> do you just want to uh, say um, what podcast you're from um, and just what like some of your projects you do?
1: Yeah. So I mean, we're quite a relatively new podcast. We've been only around for a few months now. Um, we're quite niche in the industry that we work in is all about audio visual um i think there's quite a lot of relatable parts for people that don't necessarily aren't necessarily involved in audiovisual. we talk about um things that can be related to it's always tries to be funny it's definitely not adverts we don't advertise it we do get some quite interesting guests on from some quite big manufacturers and brands and um and um generally there's three lads we sit around having a chat about our work and our industry and things that we love about it and uh we try and make it as as lighthearted and as fun as possible with uh bringing in a special guest most weeks to to talk to us about our chosen subject so yeah we've uh we've had a good time doing it and uh and we've got some interesting stuff coming up i'm I'm off to a trade show in las vegas this week uh we'll be doing some recording while i'm out there and we've done some more at at different trade shows throughout the year out in barcelona a few weeks ago and stuff like that so um lots of cool stuff to listen to
0: yeah, definitely. Um, mind you, mm. to sound uh, boring comparison. But, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: not at all, not at um, all. I've really enjoyed today. Thank you so much for inviting not, me on. And, it's uh, all right. Um, I, as you can probably tell, I love uh, films. Um, probably not as quite not as much as you, but certainly uh, <laughs> love it. Love it. So it's been I, great I to chat some, with you. I love you.
0: some films. I love some films. No, yeah, YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been great. So um, for anybody who, um, I don't know if this is the first time you're listening, go over, check out Carla's mate's... Um, made podcast i've had a little bit of a listen myself i'm not massively techy but it's good laugh to listen to it, even if you're not i like, don't be put off by the fact that oh it's about audio visual stuff like give it a listen because it is funny to listen to you can hear the thank you like the <laughs> banter and the, the i'll say relationship but you can definitely tell these guys have known each other and uh i think it'll as it goes further along it'll just get better and better because uh, you'll get more and sure. more relaxed, won't you? Uh, but yeah, so review it yourself. Yeah, we've only been got we. There's only me. Been going <laughs> since what October last year, so not not very long. Oh, either. great! It'll feel quite new. um And yes, yeah, so um if anybody who is listening, if you want to go and listen to either of them, um if you've enjoyed this episode, uh, recommend it to a friend. If you haven't enjoyed it, thank you very much for listening. uh Recommend it to someone you don't like. Just tell them it's great. Well, <laughs> oh, come on, have a listen. It's just me whinging. Um, too many superhero films um you know it's a play if nothing else but uh <laughs> thank you to carl for coming on um Appreciate it. and i hope i hope this uh you've, you've enjoyed like it's not really a new format it's just more about uh it's more on the guest in terms of defend your film because it seems such a wasted idea you see on social media people love films and then people's always someone going yeah can't stand it and i thought there's something in that i've no doubt it's not that. you know there's probably podcasts that are made on it but uh yeah thanks (laughs) thanks for coming along um and i take it you're on like spotify and all the regular we're on yeah
1: spotify itunes all all other platforms yeah it's uh av world uk or you you can go to www.avworlduk.com and uh, you'll find it there as well
0: spot on so uh, yeah thanks for joining me um and thanks to everyone for listening cheers thank you